0: what's going on everybody it's your boy rail back with another review man it's a very special day today i know i owe you two game of thrones so please relax they are coming but i'm about to this is one of the many pieces of content i'm going to drop today that's right you ain't got to believe me i know i'm lord of broken promises but goddamn it not today i'm gonna drop a lot today i'm working tomorrow i'm working and monday i'm working Alright, do not be surprised if you don't see at least six to seven pieces of content between today and Monday. Alright, because I got some time off, I got some time to chill, I ain't got no kids. So I'm in front of my television here for you people. So with that, salute to Discord gang. Salute to those listening on Apple and Spotify podcast, alright? And of course you, the viewer. Are you ready to get into it? It's another horror movie review in honor of October. Okay, the days are passing. Halloween is upon us. So this is going to be my attempt to get as much as I can in for your Halloween extravaganza. Right? To celebrate the holiday with you all. Now, this one is coming by way of Princess Probably, a.k.a. Pamela right? She is my president of Discord. So she asked me to review Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Which, first, backstory on this. I own every piece of streaming, okay? Except for like AMC Plus or some shit. That's why I'm not watching The Walking Dead. So I'll just wait till it comes on Netflix. But anyway, I've searched Paramount Plus, Peacock, Hulu, Netflix. I have a Prime account. Trick R Treats is nowhere around. No. What year did it come out? 2009. Could not find this movie. It is on Prime, though, so I had to purchase it. You hear that, Pamela? I had to spend my hard-earned cash to bring you this review. It was only $3, so let's not get crazy. <laughs> but was it worth it? 1,000%. I got to say, Trick R Treat, which you can find on Prime Video, uh, rent it. For 2 dollars I think you could buy it for like $5.99. I highly suggest buying it. It's something worth keeping because it's a classic. It is really fucking good. I was shocked. I was like, here we go, because I, I, I'm going to get to the other people's requests too. So the next two horror movies are going to come with requests, and I'm going to salute you if I can find your name. But Trick or Treat, I loved it. I loved it. I give it a perfect 10 as far as a Halloween movie. Scary? What was it on the scary scale? A zero, unless you're a small child. Like, my daughter, like, seven. Like, if you're seven, this will fucking terrify you and probably scar you for life. (laughs) Hands down. But, as just a Halloween movie, for people who just want to be entertained, it was amazing. First off, the originality is a 10. Like i can't compare it to anything the way they had the different storylines the way they had the plots you know they'd show you something from like the middle in the beginning the ending at some point and then it all ties together to like one central theme it was genius you had multiple storylines going on in an hour and a half and it wrapped up beautifully they had twists in this movie right it was wonderful now, I'm going to attempt to do my best at not spoiling it. That's not my forte. This is typically for people who have already seen it. But I'm going to I'm going to try to... No, I'm not. I'm not. This is a spoiler alert, okay? Just go watch the movie <laughs> because I'm about to get into it. Um, but yeah, it was great. So, this movie is centered around a town that is very lit on Halloween. I didn't it, they didn't say what city this is, what town, what state. But on Halloween, these motherfuckers gave it up. Oh yeah. There was a parade, right? Which I didn't see much parading, they parading, they had the drummers out there, they was doing their thing, but most of it was just sex, alcohol, drugs, debauchery on the streets, like it was fucking New Orleans Mardi Gras. It looked like that town looked like 1700s England you know what I'm saying, back in Jack the Ripper days, like, when motherfuckers would be just smashing prostitutes and alleyways, and in between buildings, and you just walk through like it was fine, matter of fact, this town was like King's Landing, <laughs> back when Becerra was ruling, back before Damon cleaned up the streets of King's Landing, it was a wild place, I was like, holy shit, so, we see one character, right, I love it, it's a little round-headed, pumpkin dude, right? You just see him everywhere and um he is like the central theme. He's like the uh protector of Halloween. He's the 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 uh Halloween's vengeance. Like if you were a piece of shit this night, if you weren't playing by Halloween rules, he was on your ass if you owed some type of debt, if you did some ill shit. This man was coming, so I appreciate that. And his costume beautiful. Now I want to get into the different storylines, right? I have to start with Should I start with my favorite? Yes. Okay, I'll start with my favorite. Actually, this show should not be called Trick or Treat. This movie should not be called Trick or Treat. It should be called FTK. Fuck Them Kids for show. Kids was dying and this shit left and right nastily. <laughs> like fuck them kids. I got to give um, my favorite character up in him was Principal Wilkins. Oh, my God. Mild-mannered white dude, glasses. He was the principal of all these children that attended in this town. And what was he getting busy with on Halloween? Taking out the ones that weren't his favorite. Oh, yeah. If you came trick-or-treating at Princess Wilkins' fucking house and you was one of them badass kids, if you was one of them kids he couldn't stand all year, oh, he was about to get... He was about to murder you. Fuck them kids. No, if you made his life hard that school year, he was on you. Actually, I could see Principal Wilkins being like... Hmm. Like, a vigilante of all teachers, right? And I don't know if there's any teachers watching. I don't know if, if there's any daycare employees watching. But... I'm going to talk to yo, uh, the dark the dark side of you because I know you look at them kids and you want to give them grace. You know, you like, oh, they probably just a product of a badass household or they're just a bad child. And you just all year, you're just patient with them. You're reaching out to parents. They ain't no help. And they come just disrupting the class and fucking shit up, right? FSU. Actually, they went to the school of FSU before they came to your classroom, right? They came to fuck shit up. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know them badass kids. They typically share a badass haircut, too, the black ones. The ones with the hair that can't be brushed. <laughs> motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. But if everybody in every classroom who has to deal with kids know how much of a struggle that's got to be, right? So I could see a teacher looking at Principal Wilkins and cheering every time he stumped out that one kid in the grave. Every time that kid mumbled the word, packing them out. That man was stumping out a child gasping for life in a grave that he had dug with three previous kids. Now let's talk about how he set up the one fat boy, right? There's one fat boy eating chocolate, knocking over pumpkins and shit, and he then came to the wrong house, right? You know the little bucket that says, please take one? Of course he took a handful. Look at him. Charlie, I believe his name was. Charlie was with the shits. Nobody around. Pick one candy. I enjoy candy. I'm going to take more. He was at Principal Wilkins' house. Oh, I could just imagine. Principal Wilkins sit there and has him sit down. And I was, because I knew Principal Wilkins was on some shit. He had sharp-ass knives stabbed in pumpkins on his front porch where he tells kids to pick one. That should be a red flag in itself. What? responsible adult leaves real ass butcher knives kitchen knives on your front porch when you know children are coming to trick-or-treat i was like well that's a that's a halloween hazard i don't know if that's a good idea this principal wilkins guy i don't know if he's got it all together and lo and behold oh he has it together (laughs) right so why i loved him so much is how he first tortured the fat boy right gave him some candy, and had him just expelling everything, right? This man is down there. He's a chemist. He is injecting candy. So in trick-or-treat, they are, what they did so beautifully was bring all the myths, some of them not myths, some urban legends about trick-or-treating, right? They brought in checking your candy, razor blades, uh, people poisoning it, putting drugs in it, things of that nature, right? Things that I don't know. It seemed to have died down. I've never, I haven't seen the news speak about, you know, razor blades and apples. Not like, because if you gave one of these kids nowadays a fucking apple, they'd probably flink it through your window. So, I wouldn't suggest that. But yeah, the whole razor blades and candy, that was a thing when I was a kid. Poisoned drugs, and then that gave your parents an excuse to fucking go through your candy and eat it. I mean, I do the same thing. That's what, I'm going to do it this Halloween. When we go trick-or-treating, I, dad, must be a responsible fucking adult, a responsible parent, and make sure that I test the candy before my kids have any. Now, how do I test it? Well, obviously, I have to eat it. I'm like the king's taster, right? When the king is a little weary, maybe motherfuckers want to take him out, he has them try their food, and if they don't drop dead, it's good to eat. So, that's what's going to happen this Halloween. Now, it's going to take me about 20 to 30 pieces of my children's trick-or-treat candy for me to get a good assessment. It's called spot-checking, right? You got to spot-check. And I'll say it's about 20 to 30 pieces of their candy to make sure they're good to go and they can have the rest. So, wait, what? Did Did I just hear somebody say bullshit? That I'm just trying to steal my kids' candy? How dare you? I love my kids. I want them to be alive. You think I want them to eat... Uh, murderous, delicious Reese's and Snickers and Twix, hmm? It yeah, sure is tasty. Sure, those are my favorite candies. Sure, they may not have any love, but I have to inspect it. It's the one in a hundred chance that it could be bad. I gotta take that ale from my kids. How dare you? All right. But yes, Principal Wilkins set him up with a a fucking poisoned Snicker. And then that gives us insight on the Principal Wilkins. He drags him in, and my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes, is when he's outside with a pre-dug hole that's pretty deep. It was solid. It was perfectly rectangular. It It was about six feet deep. He did a good job. This ain't his first rodeo. And then he drags in the fat kid after drugging him, tussles with him. He's got blood all on him. And he goes outside to go ahead and dispose of the body. Right? He did his job. And we see that he got about three bodies down there already. Principal Wilkins has been to work this evening. Right? And the it was hilarious because his son is in the window. He's trying to be low and discard bodies in his own backyard. And his kid is yelling at him about carving pumpkins, about uh, trick-or-treating and all this other stuff. And the, the watching him get infuriated every time he's trying to... <laughs> finished burying these bodies it's hilarious every time he's getting in the groove every time he's doing something here, his kid comes screaming out the window to just blow the spot up and i thought that was hilarious because that's like real life shit that is what your kid would do anytime you're trying to get something done so that was very funny and the kid that was waking up that i guess he didn't properly kill that he was going to bury alive Watching him stump him out and then stab him out with the motherfucking shovel. I said, God damn, Principal Wilkins. All right? And then watching him mumble to himself "That daddy and I need to do the pumpkin carving, daddy. They were just mad. Daddy, I wish mommy was still alive. That was probably the best line of this entire movie. Daddy, I wish mommy was still alive. I said, holy shit, Principal Wilkins. He's a cold motherfucker, man. Great character. Great character. And then we see. I like the twist of when he takes his kid downstairs, and we all think he's gonna murder him, but when actuality, he's grooming baby Dexter. Him and his son is about to carve up a human head together. I said, "Holy shit!" So that was excellent. Uh, other storyline, right? Let's go with the hot chicks. Now I'm watching this. Right, we see my girl Suki. Oh, I love Suki. I have such a thing for Suki. With True Blood. Oh, I don't know what was about her. I don't know if it was the little gap in her teeth with the little bunny teeth. I don't know. Because she's not traditionally like, I don't know. I think she's just sexy. It's, she's not cute. She's not fine. She's not gorgeous. But she has this thing about her. I don't know. Is, is anybody feeling like I'm feeling about Suki? Like, she doesn't seem special. But damn, she does something for me. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just love me some Suki. So she's here, and then what you think is, you see, like you're looking at, okay, these are four whores. They just out here randomly choosing men to sleep with tonight. Like uh, they're they're uh, they're talking as though Suki's a virgin, and it's time for her to pop her cherry. And then she's screaming about how you know she, it wants to be her first time to be special. And I'm like, I understand, Suki. It should be that way. And then these three chicks clowning her. But you know what I found weird. That I should have known something was up It was the men That these women were choosing They were choosing Dudes That were way under What they should have Like these chicks are arguably A ten the four of them And they were choosing men Who you could argue was A six on their best dress day I'm talking about Skin like Glowing hair just done they went and 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 caught that outfit that's matching perfectly they fucking feeling themselves breath on uh just perfection winter fresh you know what i'm saying on that day there are six and a half right this is the man they're choosing and i was like this is weird got the older sister picking up the the goofy uh costume salesman at the register i was like i don't know I don't know. Then when the two chicks get outside, they sprint off saying, hey, we ain't got no dates. So they go get some mediocre dudes that was working. I was like, really? They grabbing the cameraman? And so I'm like, it's something to this. And why are these men... I understand, though. I was about to say something dumb. like, Why are these men just going with... Again, fellas, know your worth. Know your worth. If a chick that is well out of your availability right if you've been grabbing fours and fives your whole life because you know that's what you can do that's what you can get That's and then when you got to fellas when you out here trying to text, when you texting good morning and good night you taking uh fives and sixes out to eat in hopes of getting them sometimes you success sometimes there's a l if you tussling and rumbling with fours and fives You need to know your worth. When something that is 10, when it's something that is typically unattainable to you, something that you wouldn't even approach because you don't want to be embarrassed, when they come to you seeking you to go out, nigga, the first thing you should be thinking is, shorty's trying to rob me. That should be thing one. Thing one. My whole, what? This 10 rolls up to me and says, hey, hey, rail. Okay, you're looking good today. You wanna join me for a party tonight? I'm going to say no. No, ma'am. I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what cameras are. You're either a prostitute, ma'am. I'm not I'm into purchasing. Okay? Or you're trying to rob me. No, don't pass me a drink. No. Get your fine ass out of here. I will not be a victim. I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. I know you out of my you out of my zone. No. I know you out of my league. It's not happening. But Shorty, we're not even playing the same sport. Okay, you, you're playing professional baseball. I'm playing fucking uh, streetball. I'm playing piggy. Okay, no. I'm not going with you. Sorry. I wouldn't know something is up. But here goes the ego of men. Knowing they don't look like shit. Knowing these chicks are out of their league. They go following. And even still, I'm just like, well, whatever. It just dawns me as weird and then then sookie's around and then we see her being stalked by a dude that just caught a body that night with the vampire teeth then she then he catches her and then wrapped in her little red riding hood shit out drops out the tree <laughs> they reveal it's the dude it's the killer that just killed somebody during a parade and i said okay what the fuck's happening here now i'm confused and here comes Suki around the corner and they ask, everybody everybody's shocked, but nobody's attended to this man. So I'm like, wait, something is weird. Something is going on. And then the dude that her oldest is trying to hook her up with, some fat, passed out dude dressed like a baby. I say, yo, something's up. What's up with these chicks? Are they just giving out blessings to men who don't deserve it? Something's not right. And I was mad at myself for not catching on. But then when it was revealed that these chicks are werewolves, and these dudes are their evening dinner and this is and Suki's first time was not actually sex it was her first kill and then i start all putting into uh, i was like oh mom said that Suki was the run of the litter i'm like oh yeah that's right okay run of the litter pups but i gotta say outside of that twist that i did not see coming which i enjoyed, was the werewolf transformation now i've seen a lot and i thought you know, my favorite werewolf trans- transformations was probably uh, Underworld. I really dug how um, Underworld did uh, the lichens when men would transform to the lichens. I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, the only thing that compared was uh, Wolfman with my boy. What's Crazy Man's name? That's all. Come on, who played the Wolfman? I'm drawing a blank. You know. Jack, oh my God, I'm gonna kill myself. He's like a uh, the, the the first the joker, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank, nah, no, nah, this is where i'm I'm gonna cut, and we're back, Jack Nicholson, oh, I couldn't do it, y'all, I couldn't do it no i'm I'm so mad at myself, I could not get Jack's name out of that, but yeah, Jack Nicholson's wolfman, I thought his transformation was top tier, especially for back then, um. <laughs> But yeah, this one was way different. And this one was hard. Like, they were ripping the skin off of them. They, it was like they were wearing a meat suit. And they would rip it off them before they transformed full werewolf mode. I said, yo, that's awesome. So that's, that's probably one of the top three werewolf transformations I've seen. For sure. Teen Wolf? No. Nah, fucking forget about it. But yeah, so that was great. So I'm like, oh, this this movie is pretty good. All these little twists, and then we just keep seeing a little pumpkinhead dude there, just making sure everything goes according to plan. And then who was the the vampire dude that murdered somebody in the street who told their son they had a date? Principal Wilkins. I said, oh, he gets his comeuppings. I was like, and and classic form too. He deserved that. He deserved that death. That was a proper death. Now. Another great storyline is when the little kids come and get Rhonda because they looking for a victim for the night. All night they've been going to these different households, collecting lanterns, pumpkin heads. And then for little Macy to come out with this full story about a a truck driver who, yeah, you you guessed it, said FTK, fuck these kids, which to me is wow. So she goes on to tell this tale of a bus driver who was taking special kids I'm assuming. And he's working and that and and their parents because they were so touched or special or whatever would drive them miles outside of town because they were embarrassed of them. I said, "Yo, this is a problematic ass story." I said, "Holy shit." So, the, the these parents are so embarrassed of their kids that they sending them miles out of the town because they don't want the town to know that these are their kids. They're not laying claim to them. And send them out to another school. And then she speaks about how one day the parents just linked up and said, you know what? I don't like my kid. You like your kid? I don't like mine either. Call up Sharon. Sharon, I know your kid goes to the same school. How about you feel? Do you like your kid? No, you know what I'm saying, like, this motherfucker just be staring in the corner, and I don't know, I'm not fucking with him. Okay, call Tom, Call Tommy, get Tommy on the line. So all, it was like eight parents, with the, the, uh, couples included, just they got together and said, hey guys, could you imagine that they all meeting at like a fucking cafe, off in the back corner, discussing how they are tired of toiling with these kids? <laughs> these kids... Are not, you know what I'm saying? They're a burden. They're talking about their burdens, kids. And they were just like, and then who was the one person that stood up and said, you know what we should do? Well, I'm going to say it. I say we fucking murder them. Yep, get, let's get rid of them. And I know somebody probably laughed like, fuck out of here, John. We're not going to murder our kids. But really, what should we do about them? And then fucking John's like, no, dead ass. I'm dead ass tired of these kids. Fuck these kids. Fuck them they should go. Susan's like, you know what? I hate to agree, but I I don't know. I wouldn't mind. Fuck these kids. My kid could die, whatever. And then they all just, and nobody stood up and said this was a bad idea. Instead, they all put their fucking hands in like a, like a goddamn sports team and said, boom. And then what was the next plan? They were like, okay, what do we do? Now that everybody agreed to murder their kids, I need to hear this conversation. I know they would. Should we just shoot them? Should we take them out back, plug them? Should we take them out of town? No, that's too many questions. No, I got an idea. Let's. We need to. It needs to be a tragedy. And somebody said, "Fuck yeah, a tragedy." So that way, it doesn't come to any of us. It must be happening all at one time. The fucking bus. What if the bus? I don't know. Went off the side of a cliff and all our all our burdens just died that sounds good. Great. How do we do it though? The bus driver. And then they said, okay, we're going to get all our life savings, all the money that we're going to save from getting rid of these piece of shit kids that we hate. <laughs> Let's offer it up to the truck driver, to the, to the bus driver and tell them, Hey, if you be so kind, take this un- undisclosed amount of money and it, I know it might go against your morals, but uh, I don't know. Is there any way you could murder all of our kids for us for this price? And then this piece of shit goes, sure. So then they show the nastiest shit where he goes to the quarry while one kid is saying, wrong way, wrong way, wrong way, because he's not no fucking idiot. He knows where school and where home is. That nah, sure, he's getting nervous. And then the bus driver is checking their chains and everybody who has a tight chain on where they can't escape, gets a piece of candy. I said, yo, this is the sickest shit ever. And I love it. Because there's some sick brain that came up with this. And then that one kid who said, fuck this, takes over, breaks loose, and because he doesn't know how to drive a school bus, I don't either. I'd probably, he'd have just I'd be just as lucky as he is. They drive, and boom, they're dead. And nobody hears from the, truck, the bus driver ever again. I said, yo... This movie is wild. Fuck them kids. FTK, yo, that's wild. But anyway, so Macy tells this story that I was just dumbfounded. I was just wild. And, and all in attempts to scare poor Rhonda, which was successful. And I got to say, those kids did a hell of an acting job, especially a little fat pirate that was in the gate. He played it off like he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He played fear well, right? They chase poor Rhonda. She hurts herself. And as retribution for being scared, she goes to the little quarry gate, which shouldn't be operational, because I would imagine any child could just get in that fucking thing. Like, this town, I don't, what? So she's locked herself in there, and they be- these kids begging for their life. Rhonda said, oh, you want the key to get in? Nope, press the button, I'm out of here. And left the kids to die. I said, fuck these kids! Well, damn, Rhonda! I don't know if them playing a, a a a little trick on you, a little horror thing, I don't know if that justifies you allowing them be, to be murdered, Rhonda. I might be a little sketchy on that one. You know, Principal Wilkins, well-deserved, sure. Every man that thought that they could, like, smash one of these dimes that just snatched them up off the street, yeah, they deserve death because they're dumb. You know that wasn't for you. Like, get out of here. Know your worth. And... Well, now that we come to wrap this whole thing up, the actual bus driver. Now, there was another murder I need to address. I'm not quite sure how that went down. But, yeah, so the little pumpkin head is around for all these murders. He's around for the werewolf slashing, making sure Principal Wilkins got his just due. He's like, okay, good job, ladies. Way to eat his face. I like it. Then here comes the pumpkin dude, looked at Rhonda and said, good job. They scared the shit out of you. You let them get killed. That's all good, you're 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 a pass. Just want to make sure those little badass kids were dead. And then we got the actual bus driver, who we didn't know was the bus driver until he is getting tortured. So Pumpkinhead decides to take this this fucking murder personally, scaring him by placing all these lamps out front of his house, slashing the shit out of his Achilles heel, cutting him up, scaring him with all these words written in blood. Like dude had the worst experience he was get all the shit scared of him so i'm watching and i'm knowing like damn okay i know the pumpkin head dude is here for justice of some sort might be twisted justice but justice nonetheless halloween justice i'm like yo what the fuck did this dude do to get all this it couldn't just be because he scared them kids with the dog it's halloween like damn this pumpkinhead dude is taking that personally a man that doesn't pass out candy and shit A man that scares kids off his front porch I was like I don't know I don't know if he deserves this terribleness But I gotta salute him He was fighting back Shot the shit out of him But I love the little hand The little fake thing I love that the thing is made out of actual pumpkin guts He was shooting shit out at them pumpkin guts But when he fucks him up And then he takes his candy Like oh All I wanted was some candy and dips And you think like whoa That was heavy and he just left and i'm like okay so he didn't kill him i was like cool that seems like i i mean he didn't kill him so i guess that's kind of fair but scaring kids deserved his achilles slashed him being stabbed up you doing all this i was like man this this pumpkin heads do justice is fucking, fucking severe only to find out that oh this was the bus driver when we saw the picture of him and his soon to be victims burning in the fireplace i said oh but then i'm like no you can't just let him off the hook with that shit just to scare a candy bar paid for eight lives like what the fuck what then he sees it goes outside nice pass the candy i'm like does this make him a good dude now does this absolve him pokehead dude just dipped i was like i don't like this dude i'm not understanding his what but then here come the eight bodies that killed him to act justice and then he gets his comeuppance and i was like oh that was terrific nice little i like where they were going awesome but there was one death in this whole movie that i'm not too certain about that i'm gonna have to call bullshit on and it was the first murder that happened Pumpkinhead dude took shorty's head off put her on one of her scarecrows out there and shoved the can and shoved the sucker in her mouth that seemed a lot my guy And then when they showed why maybe she deserved that is because it was a girl bleeding out in drunk debauchery town during a parade. And then her husband said, no, she's just fucking drunk. Like she let let her go. And because they didn't help her, she deserved that. But to be fair, I'm kind of with him. Everybody's got blood on them. This is a wild ass town and she is stumbling. She's not putting her words together she's just like oh help me help me maybe it was something to investigate but that one was a little on the line my man i don't know if i agree with such that death i don't know that one i don't know i don't think i'm going for it but her husband was nasty as hell she he's he has a a porno movie called nature nature flick it was nothing to do with nature And then he passes out watching porno, which is funny because I had a friend in college who used to, the only way he could go to sleep is if he put a porno in to put him to sleep. It was very, I don't know. I don't even know what happened to him. But yes, every night he would put on one of his favorite porno flicks. You know, this is DVD times, people. He lit like, that was how he went to sleep. That's some crazy shit. I'd never seen him do it, but this this is how he told us. He told us he can't go to sleep with it. I can't fact-check that, but he seemed pretty serious, so. But yeah, but that was the review on Trick or Treat, man. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it and you listened to me and was like, damn, well, he just gave it all away. It's that good that you should still go watch it. And not just watch it, but you should own it. So, so far in my subscriber um, review, the the my subscribers, um suggestions of films that to review it's it's a 10 knocked it out the park good job pamela uh i will be buying this so yeah good job and with that protect your health yourself your wealth man your boy rail is out of here peace yo i know i don't need no introduction but y'all know who it is man it's your boy hollywood rail and i appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos but you know what i need from you all right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at a thousand trying to get to two. All right, push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it come to that subscribe button.